0: everybody welcome to facebook live we're here every wednesday whatever today is um at what are we at two o'clock pacific and if you've got a question you can jump in our facebook group and ask you can email supporter company.com and ask or we're trying a new thing today i think um somebody asked a question on instagram that we're putting in the mix so if you want to hang that's where you go and if you want anything at all on how to grow your cleaning company we've got Tons and tons of free resources at growmycleaningcompany.com. Check it out. Lindsay, hit us with a question, lady.
1: All right. So I actually had a little conversation on Facebook with Tatiana Martinez, and I asked her to clarify her question. But Tatiana is having problems with the cleaning tech, went out and tried to bid her own jobs, and then had the audacity to ask Tatiana to help her clean those jobs but she's already working for Tatiana. So Tatiana wants to know, Mike, how would you deal with this situation?
0: That's a really good question. Um, so I'd like to think I wouldn't get into the situation. So let's talk about how to not get there, which is, uh, the better answer. And then we'll answer Tatiana's question. She's like, well, I'm here. So all that, what crap I could have done in the past, not wildly helpful. So first and foremost, um, the foundation, one of the foundations of what we teach is core values-based hiring. So you want to hire people that are a core values match. So for us, it's have fun, make money, be real, and help out. Now, that doesn't mean I find people that don't share those values and try and beat them into submission. I find people, or I kind of tr- attract people because I live those values out loud, who go, I'm digging that vibe, and I've got that vibe. Why don't we vibe together to this you know, great thing that we're doing here? So... I don't have to try and make them be a certain way. I just attract people who are already that way. So I don't think there's a way you could want to have fun, help out, be real, make money, and be like, I'm going to steal your clients. Cause that wouldn't be very real. It's not very fun. Um, it's not helpful to, you know, I guess you might be like, Oh, helps me, like, but we mean help out to like others and then make money might you make more money short-term? Maybe, but I think long-term screwing people over is not a great way to make money. So it's, I'm sure it's possible. I just, I don't think it's a good plan. Um, so I would always look to the culture first and then, you know, because if we talk about how to fix the problem and say, like, well, you know, how do I put out this fire? Like, well, let's talk about that. But if this is your third fire in a week, maybe we should look at some fire prevention systems as well as some uh, putting out fires. So that's where I'd go. First and foremost, I'd look at Do I have a clear set of values I'm hiring by? Am I only accepting people that meet those values? Am I living those values in my business? And if the answer is yes, you're not gonna have these problems. Okay, now on to Tatiana's. like, yeah, all super helpful for everyone, not me, but what do I do? Um, I'm gonna probably own that to start with. When they come to you looking for help, either they're insane and shameless, which is possible but unlikely, or they really didn't understand. Like they're like, hey, you got this thing, it's a side hustle, or you got this and I got my thing. And you weren't clear about what is okay or not okay. So if I hadn't made that clear, right? Like I always use dating examples because everybody gets it. If I'm dating someone and I'm madly in love and she's dating other guys, but we hadn't had that conversation. And I just assumed that's because that's what I wanted, that everyone wants what I want. That's on me, right? Now, if we had that conversation and she's like, absolutely just you. And she date other guys. Well, that's a different kettle of fish, right? So a, I'm going to just own what I can own. Was I clear? And not, she should have known. That's, that's not you being clear. She should have known I didn't want her dating the other guy. Maybe, but I could have also said something, right? So was I clear? And if I wasn't clear, I'm going to own that. Hey, ta- hey Tatiana's employee, my bad. I should have been clear that if you're going to work here. Um, and again, if they're not your customers, you know, I think Lindsay's got other clients, not my clients. That would be a problem, but she's got other things, and that's great. And sometimes she'll come to me and go, "How can I do better? What can i I have no problem. I'm not like you, son of a, Like I love Lindsay. I want to see her do great, and she's amazing for what she does here. And I want her to win in other areas. So, uh, Tatiana, I wouldn't assume. You know, she's now hiring other clients to coach cleaning company owners. That would that might be a different situation. But a, be clear. B, if you weren't clear. Own it. My bad. You didn't do anything wrong. I did it wrong. Let me clarify. Going forward, I don't want to work with anyone that's doing their own thing competitively. So do you want to stop doing your own thing or should we part friends? And you can ju- just do your own thing. And that's if you trust them. If you don't trust them, I'm probably just going to part friends, not because I did anything, just because I can't work with someone I don't trust. Um, and then going forward, I'm going to be just abundantly clear when I get started, just so you know, there's nothing wrong with you starting your own cleaning deal. We just can't have you doing it here. Um, So if you want to do your own thing, totally great. God bless you. Go get them, but you can't work here. And I guess you could trick me and I'll probably fall for it, but um, we would fire you. And why do that? Why not just, if your heart's desires to go clean your own thing, why don't you just go clean your own thing? So that's, uh, that's it. Lindsay, you kind of got to talk talk to, you kind of got to talk to Tatiana, which is a (laughs) lot harder to say it than you might be a lot of teas. Did I wrap that up? Okay. Are we missing anything?
1: no i think you wrapped that up perfectly i once i got her got her to clarify things she was like oh my the technician's out bidding jobs and i thought oh that's great and then i was like wait do you mean <laughs> wait, <jobs what>? for <laughs> herself <laughs> so when she explained yeah that's happening and then she's asking me to clean i was like oh i might have responded with some gifts on that so if you're not in the facebook group, join you can see my awesome you're not gifts. getting
0: all the gifts yet yeah. <laughs> i'm uh trying to catch up with lindsay's gift game but i'm not there yet <laughs>
1: Jeff, all right. So let's go to the next one. So this is our Instagram question. I think our first official Instagram question, coming from Adrian Kozovich. Sorry if I butchered your name, buddy. Um, okay, or, he's got or a ma'am,
0: Adrian goes both ways.
1: Oh, true. Yeah, very true. Adrian?
0: Yeah, I was. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So, Adrian, who are you? What's going on? Who am I talking to? Is this? <laughs> are you a ma'am or a sir? What's going on out there?
1: Oh, I wish I uh, had their picture. Okay. So he has a, he or she, they have a few questions. Hey. Um, they, number one, um, he, they're currently facing some struggles with supervision and rotation with supervisors. Um, they're good workers, but he they don't think they will um, know how to work under processes and goals. So Adrian wants to know how can they switch them from doers, you know, getting the job done to good leaders. Or should they just start looking for new people?
0: Ah, this is one of those ones I wish we could have talked to them because I'm a little confused on the question. So we don't teach a supervisor model um, at all. We don't teach any model where there's anyone that's kind of a choke point. So I don't know why people think a supervisor could be the great thing. Like, oh, these clean, you know, my cut, my quality control is not good. I'll get a supervisor to watch them. But all that's really doing is telling whoever the cleaner is, you don't really have any authority or accountability, or I don't expect you to be very good. I'll, I'm going to pay Lindsay to watch you. Well, no offense. If I'm paying Mike to clean and Lindsay to go back after Mike and fix her clean or his clean, why do I need Mike? Why don't I just hire Lindsay? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I treat, I would treat all of my people's owners of their own job. And if they're like, I got to be honest with you, Mike, I'll clean, but I'm not very good at it. So maybe you could have someone else check me and make sure I do a good job. If that's the deal, I'm just going to pass and get a cleaner. <laughs> right? Like that's, that's just not how it works. Um, the second thing is we way overcomplicate what it takes to be a supervisor. Like they got to be here nine months and they got to get a kidney and we have to have a pinky promise with blood. And there's like all this weird things that we think have to have happen, we teach you to have your new people finish their training by training the next new guy or gal. So the more responsibility given more quickly, the more they'll step up to that. The more you say you're dumb, shut up, sit down, you don't know anything, let someone else do the thinking, the more they'll shut up, sit down, and let someone else do the thinking. So that's that. When you say, how can I switch them to good leaders? Like, well, I don't know who they'd be leading or I don't understand what the position is. even up to dozens, sometimes hundreds of cleaners aren't really leaders. Like you're the leader. Like so, I don't understand what they would be leading, right? So there's a difference, by the way, between managing and leading. So leading is you. You are the fountainhead of the core values, of the energy, of what you're setting the tone for everything. You're looking ahead and making big decisions that protect the company and and look out for its well being just trying to think of what leadership, you'd have to have be a multi, multi, multi-million dollar cleaning company to really need leaders. So I guess my um, answer would be, I wouldn't go supervisors. I would have every cleaner be responsible for their own job and feel like they're a supervisor for their own thing. If they can't do a good job consistently without having someone else watch them, I'm not going to, you know, like pilots, we have co-pilots because if one guy passes out, you know, <laughs> we're all going to die this isn't that. You're only a cleaner. Like you, you had one job, man. So he's like, I'd like to be a cleaner. Now, to be clear, I'm not very good at it. So I'm going to need someone to look after me to make sure I do a good job. But Mike's like, come on, man. like It's not a hard job. So I think that's the sloppiest answer I've given. But uh, that's as as uh, Forrest Gump would say, that's all I have to say about that. Hey, amazing people. You may have noticed we don't sell a dadgum thing on this podcast. We don't allow ads. The only answer I can ever have of you guys is if you dig the show, you to spread the word and share so we can change as many lives as possible literally it'll take you five seconds to give us a great review and i can't tell you how much i appreciate you as a listener and value the gift of your kind words now back to the show
1: all right, Adrian had one more question, and I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to let him ask, too, because he's coming from Instagram. This is a big deal, our first right. Instagram. We'll go, too. <laughs> he wants, or he, she, they they want to know how um, to get some advice on which KPIs are the most useful for most of the successful cleaning companies.
0: Um, yeah, I guess I can give a basic answer. That's something to really nail down. It's one thing to say with they It's another to integrate them and understand to review them. and know what they mean. That's a whole longer conversation. So I'll give what I can in the time that we've got. So I always start with the financials, um, which is revenue. Is it up, down, or flat? Gross profit. right? What do you make after your cost of goods sold? Expenses, net profit. If net profit is going up and hitting goals and and gross sales are going up and hitting goals, believe it or not, there's really not a lot of, that's all I really need. Now you're like, that doesn't seem like much. What about... Turnover and customer happiness and you know cost of goods sold. Well, I guess cost of goods sold is in there. Um, you know, how long is it taking people to to clean? That's again cost of goods sold. Um, what about all this other stuff? It's like, well, that's gonna show up in the profit, right? Say my business is a mess, but I'm oh, and also hours worked, right? Hours worked. So if I'm consistently having sales and profit go up, I'm living my core values, I'm not lying, cheating, or stealing, you know, I'm living my core values, and I'm only working five, 10 hours a week. I don't really care about any of the other numbers you like, can I just ignore it? Absolutely. Now, if you had one month that's this magical unicorn month and everything's falling apart around you and um, it's just good on paper, but you don't have any cash, like that's different. But again, if my net profit's good and that's it's cash net profit, not paper profit. So if it says I made 10 grand in profit, I actually have 10 grand in cash I can take out of the business without hurting anything. Um, and I'm only working 10 hours a week and I'm um, uh, not violating core values, I'm good. Now, like well, what if things aren't good well then then you need different different metrics depending on what's not going on right so if your sales are not going well they're either staying the same or decreasing i want to look at leads bids sales and customer churn if my cost of goods out of whack i'm going to look at my pricing for my customers and how long things are taking and what my payroll costs are my labor uh, if my profit's not good and my cost of goods sold is good i'm going to look at my overhead and be like okay where what's going on with my expenses so i let the profit the uh, gross revenue, gross profit, net cash profit dictate what other things I need to focus on for that month, if that makes sense. So that, I can never tell if I'm <laughs> making sense or talking gibberish. And it's tough because Lindsay's pretty smart. She knows this stuff. So Lindsay might be like, no, that makes perfect sense. But all of Clean Nation's like, that makes no sense. Lindsay, <laughs> doing your best not you impression, just assuming you're a Clean Nation person. Does that make sense?
1: That was complete gibberish. And I feel like I need to define each of the the terms you use and then look those up on another girl, my cleaning company podcast. Cause we have a bunch of uh, episodes on this So,
0: Okay, cool. So maybe Lindsay will link to, yeah. Another, so that'll be a little more in depth of I'm, the financial side of it. But
1: yeah, we definitely deep dived into it and uh, that I think that'll help. All right. Hey, we got some people in chat. Awesome. All right. So let's, what's let's up chatters? Some- <laughs> what's up chat? There we go. All right. So, Mitchie Mia. That's what I'm going to call you because I can't pronounce your last name and I'll butcher it.
0: I don't think <laughs> you pronounce I... the first name. Mitchie Mia? That sounds made up.
1: Um, okay. <laughs> <But> <laughs> uh, Lindsay's <they> like,
0: want... <laughs> moving on. I don't need this crap.
1: <laughs> they want to know, how can I get more residential cleaning companies? Comp- wow. <laughs> if Lindsay can read, how can I get more residential cleaning customers? I feel like this economy is killing my cleaning service.
0: So first of all, guys, gals, um, when Lindsay's sober, she's awesome. The problem is it's five o'clock Eastern, which is where Lindsay is. So I think we're 50-50 on this. I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on in the Bjorklund household at this moment. But uh, apparently she can't read, which is a lot of fun for the rest of us. Okay. In terms of how to get... So we've covered um, how to get clients residential and commercial ad nauseum. But specifically too, I'm getting killed in this economy. Let's just step back and let me give you an overview, if I may, um, from my perspective. The middle of the road guy is one that gets killed. So when the economy goes bad, Walmart's fine. People are still going to buy their groceries. Whatever people buy at Walmart, they're going to keep buying it at Walmart. They're the low price pr- provider. They're kind of food, milk, you know, gas. You're, people aren't going to stop buying these things. Um, and they're probably just going to keep they do well because now the low price provider stands out in a bad economy um the nordstrom's I'm trying to think of i don't do fancy clothes but my wife does That's, you know the nordstrom's the high line clothes restaurants outlets they're going to do fine because the guy's worth a ton of money millions of dollars are a good net worth And you're like, oh, the stocks went down. It went from being worth $18 million to being worth $12 million. They're not going to stop eating out. They're not going to stop buying their wife jewelry or clothes or any of that sort of stuff. You're fine. Olive Garden gets slaughtered, right? The guy or gal making $62,000 a year. Stuff's getting more expensive. Before he could kind of eat out without too big of a deal. Now he's got to pay attention. That guy gets killed. So when it comes to the cleaning industry, if the economy going bad is on the residential side. So for commercial by the way, it is what it is. They're not you're going to be the last last thing cut. They might fight you a little hard on price, but harder, but they're not going to cut it. I can tell you that for sure. So on the residential side, if you're getting a lot of people push back on price, you probably just need to up upscale your client, right? Like our we do pretty well at our house and things are expensive and I'm noticing, I feel terrible for a lot of people out there struggling. My wife and I have zero conversations around, can we afford the cleaners? Like it just doesn't come up or, you know, they're 400 bucks a month. You think we could talk them down to three? Like, it's just not something that happens. So I, what I wouldn't try and do is be Olive Garden and try and be like, well, you know, we've got a four ninety nine all you can eat linguine special or like go that way and try and like down market to Walmart. I'm going to up market to the people that really are not looking for price they're looking for a result they're looking for their time back they price just is an issue so again i I'd, instead of trying harder to sell to the wrong people i would try harder to find the right person and up your service and give them even you know in tighter economies as opposed to going cheaper just you know if you're nordstrom it's the same amazing experience i had before but you're going to supercharge it so go up market i guess is the short answer to that or the long answer to that pretty short question
1: got it all right i think we have time to squeeze in one more here and uh this is a question i don't think we've ever addressed before but i see it all the time on the facebook group uh echo green office cleaning Services wants to know um, how do you deal with it when employees quit and they keep company property like keys to clients buildings and cleaning equipment how do you deal with that
0: yeah great question so again, without banging that drum too hard, rewind 12 minutes to hire the right people, right? Like I've never had, I shouldn't say never because I've had a lot of companies, but I don't recall any substantial, somebody quit and like try to steal from me. That's just weird. Like Lindsay's a pretty high integrity lady. And if we parted ways, even poorly, even if I went nuts, I'm like, F you lady, get out of here. And like, I was a jerk about it. I don't think her initial response would be like, I'm going to rob that dude. Like, it's just not... She she may be like, what, an a-hole? Or she might, you know, get frustrated and vent... You know, who knows what she would do? But thievery's... I just don't know. She's like, well, I was honest before, but now he's kind of a jerk, so I'm just going to rob him. Like, that's just a weird impulse either you're a thief or you're not right so if you hire you're like if i hire thieves how do i get them to not be thievy? i'm like wouldn't know i don't hire <laughs> and i get you're like well they don't say they're thieves dummy i'm like i got it but when you hire based on core values people that really truly are having fun making money being real and helping out they just don't think to rob people like it's just not a thing that they would do right um And Lindsay's laughing when I'm like, if I lost my mind and told her to f off, because she's like, Mike would never do that. Like, it's not because I'm a great guy; just so out of my character to be like, well, screw you, lady, and equally out of my character to treat her poorly if we parted ways, as it would be for her to be like, I'm gonna rob that dude. Like, it would just be or me going, you know what? I haven't paid her last check. I bet if I didn't pay it, I could keep it. Like, I just. It would never cross my mind to do that. Just like it would never cross Lindsay's mind to be like, oh, he bought me a laptop or I've got some sort of property from the company that so whatever. Long story short, just hire better people, go core values-based. It is a huge red flag. Not that they're stealing crap. It's like, I'm not looking at how do I get my crap back from this guy. I'm like, how do I make sure I'm not hiring thieves? That's that's the that's the the big takeaway here. That said, um, and you got to do what's legal. I'm not a lawyer, please don't do anything illegal um if it was legal in the state i was operating in a province i'm just not gonna give my last paycheck to get my crap back but you know which i don't think is you know like they're st- you know that i would you know i'm not trying to steal Lindsay's paycheck but if she got a 500 laptop and over 500 bucks i'm like i think we can sort this out pretty fair lady you know so and again make sure that's legal if you can't you can't but that's two percent of it right if you don't hire again i'm much more interested in like how do i not have Fires coming up all the time. That I am. How do I put out fires better? Like, how do I get crap back from someone that stole from me? I'm much more interested in conversation. Why are people stealing from you? Just a weird vibe. And I want to encourage you guys. All we do is help owners of cleaning companies. So I get it. If you're like, oh, you're just some rich dude in a coaching thing where people are not you know, like that. I'm like, true, completely true. But I did own a cleaning company and I've had a construction company. I've dealt with, I had a car dealership with, you know, a lot of tenants and detailers and low wage guys and gals, all the stuff that you guys deal with. I've been there, I promise you. Works exactly the same. Doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, liars lie, thieves steal, people with integrity, generally active in integrity. So um, short answer, keep as long as it's legal, keep their check until they give you your crap back. Better answer, look at your hiring process and how to improve it. Okay. I think uh, we're out of time. Anything I'm missing? Anything you want to add, Lindsay, before we call this thing?
1: No, that's it for today.
0: Okay, cool. All right, guys, gals, again, if you're digging this party and you'd like to participate, um, growmindcleaningcompany.com has got everything. Join the Facebook group if you want to join live. Uh, you put a, a question in Instagram, my wife, Natalie, actually. Um, I fiddled with that. And if, if she thinks your, your question's awesome, she'll give it to Lindsay. I'll answer it. And more importantly, if you're like, I need some help, like I, this is all good, but I need like more in-depth crap, reach out to, uh, you know, you just email me, Mike at Be Like I need some help. I will get you on the phone with one of our coaches. We don't charge for that and see if we can't figure out where you're at, where you want to be, help you come up with a plan. Um, and if you don't dig us, find somebody just don't, leave this going, well, that was fun. And I'm smarter. And then do nothing. Because if you, nothing changes is because nothing has changed, right? So you've got to do something different. If you want something different, take some action. Um, listen to podcasts is fun. But if you really want to grow a business, it's more about getting the help that you need, taking the action that you need to take. And uh, it doesn't come just by listening, it comes by doing. So go get them, guys. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can, as long as uh, this number is manned. Uh, don't know how long we're gonna keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.